Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Today, we are breaking down, summarizing, and giving you the highlights of the interview with my man, Jay Papasan, who is amazing and the co-author of The One Thing, as you hear. So I'm going to turn it over to my partner in crime. We go back and forth here. We're just like giving you the highlights of what you need to know, and I'm going to let AJ AJ, start with some of hers. Yeah, this is the commercial version. So a reminder, if you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it. Oh, yes. Roy wants me to use Don't forget to use your microphone, (laughs) uh, those of you that host podcasts. (laughs) It's there. Just have to hold it. So yeah, so just a reminder, this is like the trailer version. So go watch the full thing because we're not going to hit all of the amazing points that are covered. So I think the first thing that I think was really insightful about this is making sure, and it's kind of a twofold point here. The first point of it is, really tune into what is already being discussed in the world as it pertains to your topic and your problem. And he talks a lot about being really clear in your problem, which is something that we spend a lot of time talking about here at Brand Builders Group is that knowing what problem you solve for the market is the foundation of your personal brand. He also spends a lot of time talking about, in addition to knowing what your problem is, is you've got to know how does that pertain to the mass market, to the mass audience? And is that a problem that is widespread? Are you introducing a brand new problem to the market? Maybe one that people very easily self-identify with, or maybe one that you're going to have to explain. And how do you kind of ride the wave that's already out there? Yeah. And uh, we have a we have a friend. John Sheck. John Sheck. Julie okay. Solomon's husband. <laughs> John, Julie's a friend. Shout out to Julie and John. Love these guys, but John um, has been a successful actor for yeah, years. Yeah, so he's a Hollywood life. actor, and he yeah. talks a lot about how he was in this acting class with Tom Hanks, and they were talking about how really you can you know when something's going to be successful when you tune in to the nation's conscious. It's like what is 
the world talking about and how does your problem pertain to that and tuning into that and weaving that in and not just isolating your problems. This is this one thing I talk about, but how does that pertain to the world at large? Connecting it to what's going on. And you can connect anything to what's going on. You just got to, you got to work it. You got to make that angle. Well, and one of the things that Jay said, which I thought to your point about what problem do you solve, which is, you know, the question we're always asking everybody all the time is he said, you know, never forget that ultimately people are more likely to take action from removing pain or solving a problem Mm -hmm. than to pursue pleasure. It just, it's so critical where it's like, you know, we all want to go on vacation. This is an analogy I use all the time. Like we may want to go on vacation. We may want a nicer car, but we may or may not come up with the money of it. But if you have a flat tire or the water heater breaks or your kid gets sick, like you come up with the money. Yet all of the marketing for every personal brand out there is like, we can help you do this and this and this. And it's like, what can you help them avoid? What bleeding can you stop? What pain are they experiencing today that is crushing them that you can make go away? You will get further faster uh, with that message, I think. So, and Jay, you know, really hit that hard. Yeah, and I think that's really just important in general um, as you think about how you're going to approach this. So that was kind of like the big, one of the big aha reminders, not necessarily something new, but a really nice twist on reiterating how important it is. The second thing that was like a huge aha takeaway uh, for me, and it's also something that we mentioned in the Gretchen Rubin debrief, but I loved how he talked about this here is like write something that doesn't exclude you from your competitors using it. And uh, they talked about their very first book. Was it, I think, Millionaire Real Estate Agent? Yeah. Million Dollar Real Estate Agent? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, he talks about how now it's like even even though it was, you know, focused around Gary Keller and Keller Williams, that it didn't negate that Century 21 or Coldwell Banker or Compass or all these other firms didn't use it because it was general enough for the entire industry that it didn't exclude them by building them up. But then everyone got to know it. And they, I think he said they even created their own vernacular for it, calling it the red book. Yeah. It's like, even within the industry, it's so well known. It's so pervasive of like what everyone is doing and what everyone is teaching that even your competitors want it. Yeah. And even if they they refer to it, it, yeah, they embrace it. Even if they don't, call it by name. It's like they have their own title for it because it's so good. And I thought that that, that kind of tied into one of the things for me where he was saying that you need to have a new approach. Mm. And the way that I think about it always is that the term thought leader, which is kind of a cheesy term. I think it's cheesy, but if it's you go, popular. if and, and, and here's it, I think it's a really righteous concept yeah. is that if you're going to be a thought leader, by definition, you have to do something that forwards the thinking (laughs) of your space. So that's the, when he says, you don't have to have like a groundbreaking idea per se, but you have to have a new perspective, a new angle, a new positioning, or somehow advance the thinking on what's been done. And that is what causes other people in your space to embrace it, which is exactly what you're talking about. Like, they, they made it so simple, their yeah. process of how to be a successful real estate agent. Now, this, Everyone is, uses this was their old, old book. Not, you Three know, books Mostly ago. we were talking right. about the one thing, which is, you know, sold like two million copies already. But everybody was using it because yeah. they wrote something that simplified, clarified, forwarded the thinking. But also unified. Unified, yeah. Like it, it wasn't excluding anyone. It was embracing it, even though 
they were competing with all these other, these other brokerages, it still was able to bring that in. It's like, you want to create something. If you're a fitness trainer, a fitness coach that every other fitness trainer and coach would say, I want to follow that methodology. I want to use that framework. I'm going to promote that because it's going to benefit my clients and my business too. Create that. That is the foundation of a great book. And so this is related. The third, the third big highlight for me, which is, I think, different from what a lot of people say, but it's something that I personally would also say, is he said, go out and teach your content for six months before writing your book. There's also an argument to say, just write your stupid book and get it out there. But I am such a fan of like, you should not, like to me, a book is locking down ideas that have been flushed out and vetted and tested that should not be the hypothesis. It's like, go do this, teach it in the world, real world, get real feedback. And then once you've tightened it, polished it, you know, poked holes in it, then put it into a book. And so go go teach the book first. Yeah. Even if that just means doing it at your local, you know, whatever, yeah, chamber, chamber of commerce, commerce or yeah, church or, or, or even watching through the content as you interview on podcasts and just introducing it. But I, I completely agree. It's like, don't just write the book because what if nobody likes it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it may not be good, right? Like you, there's a bunch of dissenting opinions that you go, well, crap, I never thought about that. And the more you do it, the more you realize, oh, I have something more to say there. Oh, they really engaged with that there. I completely agree with it. Yeah. And just, you know, this is something that if you're needing to write a book or wanting to write a book or create curriculum, one of our events is called Captivating Content. And it's, it's freaking epic. Like we help you <laughs> outline all this in two days. If we don't say like, so ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> like to just say, it, it's our process, right? So it's a process that we have used you know, for all the content that we've created, which has been a ton. And we coach a lot of people. We've helped several people with their book launches. We've had several friends that we've kind of been either they are a client or we've had an inside track to kind of working with them that have hit the New York Times bestseller list. We know something about this, which is there is a process and a structure to to flush out this content and you need to do it in advance so Mm -hmm. that when it gets to print, people read it and they go, oh my gosh, that that's amazing. It's so good. I completely agree. And now I I have to derail our conversation for a second because all I can think about is how you're saying you didn't like the term thought leader and how you actually have to think thoughts. We went to go see Dane Cooker recently and one of his big things was, I know knowledge. I know knowledge. And all I can think about is I think think thoughts. I'm a thought leader. I think thoughts. I, I can be a thought leader. Like if you think thoughts, then you too can be a thought leader. Congratulations. Tip for the day. Think thoughts. That's it. That's it for this, for this recap. I mean, again, you don't have, it's not every day that you get to sit down with someone who has had several books that have sold over a million copies as both the writer, the editor, and the publisher. So interesting. Jay understands this world more than just books, but that is, that is something that he also he gives really, a lot really of really good intel at the towards the end of the interview around book scan and how do you get your books to count mm, and how, how do you keep sales yeah how to keep sales stuff. up and their book continues to sell the one thing what he said a thousand or twelve hundred copies a week mm-hmm. that's no easy task so if you haven't listened to this listen to it check it out so glad that you're here hopefully get to meet you or see you in person at some time whether it's helping you map out your content get clear on your problem or just get your message out to more people to make a bigger impact. All the best for now. We'll catch you next time on Brand Builders. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.
That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation.